Sure. <clears throat> Morning. I think, I think it's David Pawson that said he doesn't like his preachers to be recorded because how can, you, how can you put into words what just happened? Like through the worship and through the movement of the Spirit. So I think I'm, I'm agreeing with him at the moment. So, so yeah, at, I want to speak to you about war. The title of my preach. Thank you, Kian. Last, last night he actually came up with a good title. It's war. W stands for warriors. And it points to the fact that we are warriors in the kingdom. A is for arrows. And R is for relatives. We need our relatives, our church family. So let me start with a story about war. King Ahab was the king of Israel. And he wanted to go to war with the king of Syria. So him, together with the king of Judah, they decided to get together. They're going to go and attack the king of Syria. And they went down. <clears throat> But he got killed by an arrow, funny enough. So what happened was he actually swapped his own armor for the armor of a normal soldier. And I wish I could say that there was this grand master archer or a famous archer that aimed well and he shot the king, but that never happened. Uh, in 1 Kings 22, uh, it says that a random citizen <laughs> drew his arrow it didn't aim, it was aimless, and it hit the king. So the point of the story is, every arrow matters. The one arrow changed the course of history for a whole nation, and it caused the death of that king. So, one morning I actually woke up with this scripture in my heart, or like a, a piece, a verse, or something, I don't know quite what it was. And it was that something about children being arrows in our quiver. And when I woke up to this, I was like, mm, I need to explore. I didn't know the context. I, I wanted to know where the scripture is. And I, I was pretty sure that this was some kind of a proverb. Or like, I, I, I was looking, I was reading proverbs. I couldn't find it. Eventually, I had to bring out my phone. But what I do know is this, you can put up picture one. This is what... The, this scripture made me feel like. It was a happy Christian type of scripture, full of the promise of God. There was something like, you know, children are arrows in your quiver. It's like, life is good, stamped all over it. And um, so when I, got, when I went to go and look for it, <clears throat> I couldn't find anything in Proverbs. Instead, what I found was Psalm 127, 4 and 5. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are the children born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. I'm not going to read the second part, but that's fine. <clears throat> and in an instant, God showed me that I am a warrior. I'm not just frolicking through the meadow, picking berries and having a good time. I'm actually a warrior. Now, this scripture... You can put up picture two. Made me feel like this. Hey, look at that guy. He's a warrior. He's got his weapon in hand, soldiers amongst him. The enemy is attacking. He needs to, like, take care. Otherwise, he could get hurt. Sometimes I think we go through our Christian life, like in the first picture. You know, very happy, strolling around. I'm a Christian now. Like, life is good. <laughs> full of God's promises. 
But we forget that the enemy is lying just beyond, waiting to attack us, waiting to devour us. And on many occasions, especially towards the end of the Bible, it warns us, Jesus warns us. He says, be alert, be ready, stay awake, keep your lamps full. So in that moment, God really reminded me that I am a soldier in a war. In the spiritual realm, there is a massive war going on for my soul, and I'm in the middle of it, and we are together in the middle of that war. If you can put up Ephesians 6.13. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. So, I don't know, my ESV says, having done everything. But anyways, having done everything, that really got to me. Like, what is everything? What is everything that I can do to stand firm? Like, there's, there's just so much. Um, but anyway, so there is some preparation that goes into getting ready for battle, getting battle-hardened. And just to put this into perspective, sweating a bit here, mouth is a bit dry. So, some of you might know that I put my hand up for a bike trip to Namibia for two weeks with about 15 guys on bikes. So, I got the bike, because <laughs> I, I wanted the bike anyways, and I wanted to join this trip. But, but then, like, the Christmas cake, <laughs> like, the after effect started to uh, really uh, <laughs> take effect. And by the second week of January, I realized I'm not ready for this bike trip. Like, I'm way overweight. I'm, I'm, I'm not fit. I'm not strong enough to pick up this bike if it falls. Like, I can, you know, barely take the tire off, that kind of stuff. So I jumped into action preparing for this bike trip because I want to enjoy it. Like, I don't want to go one week and then I have to sit in the <laughs> the recovery vehicle <laughs> for the rest of the time because I, you know, I'm too tired. So, a couple of things that I did. I started uh, cutting out bad food, also known as going on a diet. I joined the gym so that I can get stronger. I started cycling my bike so that I can get, build endurance, get my balance back. And then I started riding my motorbike more often. But Michelle will tell you it's not often enough, not nearly. That was a joke. <laughs> yeah, so the reason I'm doing this is to prepare myself. And then as warriors, we also need to prepare. There's our weapon, our sword, our word. We need to have it sharpened, well-maintained. We need to know our way around this thing. If you want to be battle-ready, we need to practice a lot. We need to know the team strategy. What is the strategy for this army that we're in? If the commander calls a certain call sign, what are we going to do? We need to jump into action. We can't be clueless on the field. We'll probably get killed by our own people. And then there's the armor. We need to have the armor of God on. That is going to make us ready. Um, and then I wanted to focus in a little bit on the first scripture. It says, our children are like arrows in the hands of a warrior. So I want to focus in a bit on the arrows. Its purpose is simple. It is to be aimed, shot, it must fly straight and far, 
and hit its target. Otherwise, if the, if the arrow doesn't hit the target, it is purposeless. So here is a simple, a picture of a simple arrow. Arrow, right? Looks like an arrow. If you had to make an arrow, it's going to look something like that. Correct. So, look at this picture of an arrow in the eyes of an expert arrow maker. It's got a head, it's got a spine, shaft made of softwood and hardwood, feathers in the back and a knock. All of a sudden, you realize, flip, I didn't know there's so many parts to an arrow. The, I, <laughs> you might need some help to make this arrow correctly. Um, so, yeah, if the arrow is skew, if it's not straight, do you think it will fly straight? It's not going to fly straight. How about if you put the head behind the feathers? If you put the head in the back? It could work. No, can't work because it's not weighted properly then. Well, what about if you try and shoot, you build the arrow properly, but you shoot it with the head first into the string? That's also not going to work, right? I believe that every arrow has potential to fly straight and true and far, but it's not a guarantee. We might make arrows in the wrong way, and we spend all that work, and it's for nothing. We need to shape them, and we need to prepare them to fly. And now I'm going to come to the relatives part of this sermon. <clears throat> and for a moment, I want you to imagine you are actually in an army. Imagine you're standing with your regiment, you're about to go into battle, maybe the next day, and the commander gives an order to the captains that they need to go and inspect every single soldier to make sure that they are battle ready. Comes the captain, each one gets checked out like they do in army, paradastan, you know, you need to stand, your shoes must be shiny, your uniform must be correct, you need to stand in a certain way. And then he inspects your armor, he inspects your uniform, not to be critical of you, but because he wants to check that you are fitting in with this armor that you belong to. And then he comes to your arrows, and he checks, are each one straight? Is it going to fly straight? Is it balanced properly? Remember, the head of the arrow needs to be a certain weight for the length of the arrow. It needs to be properly made. He checks for defects. And he checks if it is up to the standards of the army. And like I said, this is not to be critical. It is because he cares for your well-being. He wants you to be successful in battle. Because if you fall, there's 99 soldiers left. Now all of a sudden, this army is a bit weaker because you didn't prepare properly. And to tie it in with a little story, the other day we had dinner with friends at our house. And it was a lovely evening, normal evening. And then a um, couple of days later, my friend, we were over at their place for coffee, and he said, look, something, something that uh, came up while we were having dinner at your place, um, and I won't go into all the details, but he said, it seems like your parenting strategy or the way you parent has shifted a little bit towards being child-centered instead of parent-led. It seemed a bit like your, your child was leading you instead of you leading them. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that rocked the boat. <laughs> Just a little bit. 
And I was like, you know, they've got a point, actually. Reflecting on the night, I thought like something was a little bit weird, you know, with the, I won't mention any names, but. <laughs> but I knew that this friend, they loved God and they loved me and they loved my children as much as I do. So I knew it wasn't try, they weren't trying to be critical. They were helping me to build a good, strong, straight little arrow. Let's go to Psalm 127. Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build labor in vain. And unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. In that instance, my friend was used by God to build with me. Like, I can go alone. We can do life alone. But the word says we're going to be building in vain. So, he do, he, God uses other people to speak into our lives, to reveal things maybe that we didn't see in that moment, so that we can build better together. Let's put it on Ecclesiastes. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. We need each other's input in our lives, and we can try and build alone, but it just won't work. So I want to encourage each one of you, welcome input into your life. Open yourself up. Be humble. Um, don't be afraid. Because I think we are, when someone speaks into our children and the way we brought them up, it's like it rocks the boat very quickly, even though we are solid Christian. Like it, it's really hard to sometimes hear that. So I want to I wanna encourage you, open yourself up. Don't be afraid. And then I want to say, don't be afraid to let your arrows fly. You're shaping them now for their future. Do the best you can with the help you've got. But when the time comes, don't hold them close. Let them fly. They have got a purpose, and God will guide them to where they need to go. So just to recap, we are warriors. We need to shape our arrows well, and we need spiritual family to do it well. This is God's design. This is how we made church. And that's it.